0: Now is the time, and wherever you are is the place. The Citadel makes it easier to earn your degree by offering master's degrees, graduate certificates, and undergraduate degree completion programs that are entirely online. Flexible scheduling makes these programs convenient for working professionals. Online classes are held to the same high standards that consistently name the Citadel the number one master's-granting public college in the South. The Citadel. Online. On your time. Visit citadel.edu slash online. I would ask that viewers at home turn their volume down because I might get crazy.
1: Welcome to the zoo. We are the monkeys.
2: His delivery doctor was drunk, left three
1: extra inches of umbilical. Gary Hoffman. He's
2: blind as a bat and drunk as a scum.
1: Shannon Farron. You got
2: to be. If I wanted crap shoved down my throat, I'd be a foie gras goose. Gary
0: and Shannon.
2: Ow! Players.
1: I saw KFI AM 640 more stimulating talk. It's the Gary and Shannon show. Brian Tooth filling in for Gary and Shannon. And I'm in slack jawed uh, awe of some of the stupidity that I just heard coming out of your California elected officials. And uh, not in the case of Xavier Becerra, though, because he was appointed because Kamala Harris is now a senator. So right when you thought the IQ might have uh, gone up 30 points in general in, in Sacramento because certain people left. Xavier Becerra opens his mouth and starts talking about the, the 10th Amendment. And so uh, Brian sits here till 2 p.m. Uh, Dr. Wendy will be here a little later on in uh, what you watch on Wednesday. And uh, the rest of it is all going to be here. If you, if you do miss Gary and Shannon, Gary and Shannon are filling in for Bill Handel this week. And uh, here's, here's a quick little taste. It smelled good at, at first sniff. But your bacon smells great. And so uh, uh, three hours and uh, 59 more minutes of that. Check them out. They're going to be filling in for Beal uh, tomorrow and Friday. I guess we're making the call at this point. Um, so the attorney general, yesterday we were asking at hashtag Cali Sessions, what's he in town to announce? That he's suing California or that he's going to arrest the mayor of Oakland? And the uh, the winning answer Suing California, suing California. That's your correct answer. I don't have the. What happened to the celebratory cowbell, the KFI cowbell? We actually have a bright orange KFI cowbell. And I, you know what? I think I probably wore it out, and no one, no one wants to hear me do it. Well, that'll be United States District Court, Eastern District of California. The United States of America. That'd be us, plaintiff, v. the State of California, Edmund Gerald Brown Jr., Governor of California, in his official capacity, and. Xavier Becerra, attorney general of California, in his official capacity, defendants. Uh, the United States of America, buying through its undersigned counsel, brings this civil action for declaratory and injunctive relief and alleges as follows. And I know what I would have written, but uh, I'm not a lawyer, uh, so we'll, we'll we'll go through this. But um, I was so confused by Xavier Becerra's, the verbal diarrhea that he spewed. We'll get you uh, some of that. Plus... Plus, Jerry Brown going there, going there on Jeff Sessions, uh, intimating that of all people who should uh, not be browbeating a state for asserting its independence, somebody from Alabama should not. Because, of course, Alabama was part of the secessionist confederacy during uh, the uh, the, the recent discord between the states, often called the Civil War. He went there. He actually went there. And, and it was funny because in making his point, he was eating his own tail about what California is doing. And then Xavier Becerra uh, went, went all Tenth Amendment-y. And, and, and here's the deal. You don't have to be a constitutional attorney to read the, the, uh, the amendments to the Constitution of the United States, including the Tenth Amendment, which reads as follows. The powers not delegated to the United States by the Constitution— Comma, nor prohibited by it to the states, comma, are reserved to the states respectively or to the people, period. Um, not delegated is your key there. As it turns out, immigration authority is solely the domain of the federal government. There was there not a California Mexico border, in spite of what Gavin thinks or Jerry thinks uh, or Xavier thinks. Or Kevin—oh, yeah, by the way, Kevin, somebody gave Kevin on a megaphone, and it was caught on camera. So we got that. That's from about, <clears throat> about an hour ago. So regardless of what those chaps all think, that is not a California-Mexican border. That is a United States-Mexican border. That's what makes us a sovereign country. That is a sovereign border, kind of like the border with Canada. And here's a fun fact. Do you all know that we have a border with Russia? Uh, yes, the uh, the area between uh, Alaska and, a Rush- and Russia uh, is an, an international border between the U.S. and Russia. And that included during the days of the Cold War. So there are three American borders. Those are federal. Those are United States borders. That's not an Alaska-Russia border. That's not a Sarah Palin-Putin border. That's an American-Alaskan border. And and Xavier Becerra is is, for some reason, he must have a smeared copy of the Constitution or something because he went all— uh, Tenth Amendmenty on that they uh, so the, the governor did respond to Jeff Sessions uh, Jeff Sessions about um, about an hour and a half ago uh, in Sacramento was speaking to the California Peace Officers Association. Here's a little bit of what he uh, what he said. Federal agents must be able to to do the job that Congress directed them to do, contrary to what you might hear from. Open borders, radicals. We are not asking California, Oakland, or anyone else to actually effectively enforce immigration laws. Although we would welcome the positive assistance the majority of jurisdictions in America provide. I know. I can't listen to any more of that either. I would have just brought Alexa. I would rather hear Alexa read that. I mean, and just bring it up to the podium and go, hi, I'm Jeff Sessions. Alexa? Please articulate the constitutional authority of the United States to enforce immigration law. And then just sit back down and have my omelet. But uh, anyway, so he spoke to the California Peace Officers Association. And um, uh, big surprise, folks. Your law enforcement community in California, the people who actually have to clean up the mess that the Gavin Newsom's and the Kamala Harris's and the Kevin DeLeon's create, they're not big fans of illegal immigration either. Um, And weird thing about L.A. County and LAPD. There is a real, real chasm between uh, the upper ranks and the actual people out there patrolling in regards to immigration policy. Too, you'll hear Charlie Beck or Sheriff McDonald just lying to you about this myth of the all the criminal informants and in the illegal alien community. And oh, they're going to be afraid to come forward uh, if we're rounding them up. But it's it's an absolute myth. It's they don't come forward anyway. Okay, they just don't because. Any encounter with law enforcement is a bad encounter with them, okay? So so there's that. In the meantime, illegal aliens, and this is what's mystifying to me, and, and maybe I'm it. I mean, m- maybe the KFI audience, maybe we're it. Maybe we're the only ones in California that are offended when Edwin Ramos mows down the Bologna family, when an MS-13 guy gets out of Men's Central in L.A. County and kills Jameel Maybe Maybe we're it. Maybe everyone else, maybe all the other radio stations, whatever, maybe they're not. Maybe you are are accidentally listening to KFI. I, for one, I'm a bit of a bluff old traditionalist, and I think that law should be enforced, especially when someone has started their day here illegally. And so when when ICE is doing these roundups in Northern California, but believe me, they don't have the time or the manpower to chase after people that are just breaking immigration law. They're going after people that are preying on you and I. And then, what's worse is that they know that they're virtually bulletproof, that they're they're deportation proof. That's that is what sanctuary does. Sanctuary is not, it's not compassionate towards the actual people who live in the state who are here legally, like you and me. So we'll we'll get to more of this. I'll, I'll uh, play for you some of the ridiculous things that Governor Brown said and Xavier Becerra said. Uh, and then also, uh, hey, everyone in L.A. County, you know how we keep hearing that uh, illegal aliens aren't registering to vote? Okay, my wife registered to vote in L.A. County without showing proof of address or a photo ID. I'm afraid that I, I, I told her it's not going to go through. It did go through. We got the registration certificate from the registrar, from Dean Logan, from the L.A. County registrar. So I, I'm i telling her, don't vote. You might be committing voter fraud. But regardless, because that's what could be a available, because she... Registered to vote without showing photo ID, and I'm—I've been told that's impossible. Well, she did it. Uh, back in just a second. It is Gary and Shannon. Brian suits filling in. Back in a moment on KFI AM six forty more stimulating talk. In spite of all my fears, I can't KFI AM six forty more stimulating talk. It is the Gary and Shannon show. Brian suits filling in for Gary and Shannon. If you're—if you're new to California. <clears throat> We've only been here a year or so. Let me just uh, tell you how it works. Uh, with certain California Democrats, uh, when they get to Sacramento, you understand, they change their names. Uh, you may know him as Antonio Ragosa, but uh, the whatever law school he went to knows him as Tony Villar. And uh, whoever pulled him out of his mommy knew, uh, knew him. Well, I guess not at the time. He was baby Villar at the time. Boy Villar. And he wound up being Tony Villar. So that's Tony Villar. That's how you know him. Kevin Leon uh, became, uh, he, well, gosh, he's uh, the pro, uh, president pro tem of the California Senate. And he was, he's now Kevin DeLeon. So there's that guy. And then uh, there was a law student at uh, this, this obscure law school called Stanford Law School calling himself Xavier, Xavier Becerra. But uh, now he's Javier, Javier Becerra. So uh, you, you must always know that there's two lives to California, to a certain California uh, Democrats and there's one who's a lieutenant governor who likes to act like he came from uh, hard scrabble uh, middle class working class roots, but his he's he's one degree from the Gettys. Uh, his name is Gavin Newsom, by the way, and also he was called out by Jeff Sessions today. Uh, I don't know if we have that part of the speech, but but uh, Attorney General Jeff Sessions at the California Peace Officers Association actually called Gavin out because Gavin, of course, when he was mayor of San Francisco, that was the epicenter of sanctuariness in San Francisco. Do you, do you all remember when they had billboards? Remember that? San Francisco had billboards down here advertising all the free S you could get in San Francisco. I mean seriously, billboards in Spanish, by the way, because they're racist. Because apparently people who speak English aren't illegal aliens, I guess. But ask Anthony Hopkins. So the so that that you know this arc goes back more than 10 years. But in the past 10 years, from Jamil Shaw to Edwin Ramos gunning down the Bolognas uh, and how that entire thing exploded on Gavin. And what did he do? He threw it on DeFi. He said, oh, that wasn't my sanctuary policy. And his city attorney, this obscure attorney named uh, Kamala Harris, close associate of Willie Brown, who enforced their uh, their sanctuary policy, uh, denied, uh, really, it uh, they, they wasn't, wasn't theirs. Their, their handprints weren't on it. Remember how that blew up? Just to refresh all of your memories, there was a San Francisco discovery, because Javier Becerra is asserting Tenth Amendment-ness all over this. You're all aware, right, that the state of California couldn't enforce immigration law if it wanted to, right? They just do it because it's federal law. It's federal law to rob a bank, but you know it's also enforced locally. But it's illegal for the state of California to deport somebody. And that's a federal thing. But not that San Francisco would deport somebody, it's, it's, uh, and it's illegal for the state of California to do it. What was happening in San Francisco was they were shielding illegal alien minors with felonies, shielding them from deportation. That's how Edwin Ramos stayed in San Francisco and had an AK-47, not a California-compliant assault rifle. He had a AK-47 with a pistol grip and a, a banana clip, and he mowed down a San Francisco family, three members of the Baloney family. Turns out he had been shielded from deportation by Mayor Gavin Newsom, by the sanctuary policy in San Francisco, and it all exploded when a bailiff from San Francisco was waiting for a connecting flight in Houston with two minors, San Francisco had been on city dime, flying them back to Central America. Is this starting to ring a bell? Remember this? And some bailiff is sitting in the Houston airport with two guys. And for some reason, he, was, he somehow indicated that he was in law enforcement to somebody in the Houston airport, Houston security, Houston police in the airport. And they said, "Oh, you know where are you from San Francisco, uh, San Francisco a uh, deputy sheriff? yeah and they and they they got around to, and what brings you here to Houston? Oh, I'm connecting, connecting to where Well, connecting down to Tegucigalpa. i'm we're taking these two. these are illegal alien miners. We're flying them back to their country of origin because that's what they wish to do. uh really? Because that's illegal, and if if you don't know this. If um, if your good buddy from Belgium uh, sneaks across the border and you help them sneak back, and you think you're making things right, you just abetted. That's illegal. You can't do that. So so Xavier Becerra, Kevin León, Villar, they're all wrong on this. The federal government has absolutely every right in the world to sue an insurgent state like California. And who, who didn't see this coming on January 1st? Who did not? You, you, If, if you didn't see this coming, you haven't read the Constitution. So anyway, uh, Jerry Brown is in that uh, set of people. We'll uh, play for you uh, what he said here a little later on this hour. When we come back, it is what you're watching Wednesday, and uh, I have a show to pimp. I have a great, great show that maybe none of you have heard of. It's a terrific show. I'll tell you all about it right after this. Gary and Shannon, Joe Brian Suits, filling in KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. The
0: following program is brought to you in living color.
1: What you watching in there? Americans love television.
0: They wean their kids on it. USA television much better. You've been watching too many of
1: those live television shows.
2: Go back to Indianapolis.
1: KFI AM six forty more single lady duck. It is uh, the Gary and Shannon show. Brian filling in. Uh, Mo Kelly will be in tomorrow and Friday. And uh, Doctor Wendy is going to be here at one o'clock. Uh, we're gonna. I'm sorry, one thirty uh, for her uh, her regular visit. The doctor will be in. Uh, what you watch Wednesday? TV. I got. I got to say, I, there's not going to be a Bachelor report today. Uh, you the, call Petros. I'm not kissing Petros' ass. Uh, I I got to say I do dip into the the Bachelor, on and I should have said go back to Indianapolis. I do I I do catch the Bachelor. I think once a season, my my wife and I will dip into it just to revalidate our decision not to watch it. And I'll tell you what, uh, one of the reasons that that I find it unwatchable is I'm sitting here with an eight year old daughter, and there's nothing in that show that I want to replicate in her. No, there's nothing in the women that are on that show that I want to replicate. And there's the behavior of of the the man. I mean, first of all, putting your life under that microscope. Plus this this season, this this airhead former Formula 1 driver, Ari Luinduck. Ah, the deal is, I'm a Formula 1 fan. I actually <laughs> used to like this guy till he opened up his pie hole. So, I I really don't care what who he's going to couple with and create another generation of morons. So, uh, there you go. But So I was describing to you guys, and and my my uh, disclaimer on the show is you can't be stupid. There's a show on Stars. If you have Amazon Prime, then you can buy Stars, the Stars Channel, or just have Stars Channel. And I don't know. Do we put a lot of stock in Rotten Tomatoes? What do you guys think about Rotten Tomatoes? uh, It's a meta. It's a meta. It's a good gauge, I think. Uh, critics or audience? Um, I think audience. Okay, the show Counterpart, it's 100% on the tomato meter from the critic. Not one critic does not love Counterpart. Yeah. The audience score is 77%. Really? But remember... Are they not smart? Mm-hmm. Remember, half the world is below 100 IQ. This is true. And they have access to television. So that's what I would attribute this to. So let me let me read for you the synopsis of Counterpart because I cannot... Uh, Do it justice. Um, And and, and first of all, it's not a wacky show, but I thought it might help if I do this. Howard Silk is a lowly cog in the bureaucratic machinery of a Berlin-based United Nations spy agency. When Howard discovers that his organization safeguards the secret of a crossing into a parallel dimension... He is thrust into a shadow world of intrigue, murder, danger, and double-cross, where the only man he can trust is his near-identical counterpart from this parallel world. The show explores themes of identity, fate, lost love, close-range gunshots, and what if our lives could have been different? I cannot recommend the show highly enough. It It is dark. Too and and uh, I guess the the description of my ex- explanation of the show is: Imagine if at the end of the Cold War, 1991, if there had been a piece of the Cold War that continued immediately adjacent to Germany or something. That's kind of what 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 the show basically is: is a spy show with with a parallel East Germany that never became unified with with Germany. And I I cannot if you're a, if you like spy shows if you like I Like IMDb or and and Rotten Tomatoes are comparing it to Blacklist with James Spader, which I've never seen, uh, and some other things. But I I don't know that it's, it's like anything else. If you like, if you like, any, I don't want to go all PBS, but the the in, uh, the PBS uh, John Le Carre spy things. If you if you like spy stuff, and I don't mean 007. I don't mean gadgets and Ferraris and uh, breasts ugh, and stuff like that. No, if you just like. Uh, brilliant plot twists and dialogue. And also the, the star of this is J.K. Simmons, who I believe is in. An abso- like absolutely in everything Correct, yeah. right now, right? He was in
2: Whiplash. He was he in the was Super in, Bowl. Uh, yeah,
1: yeah. He was in, uh, he, of course, he's your farmer's insurance guy.
2: <laughs> that's right. Uh, and that's, and that's <laughs> why I'm, I'm always expecting,
1: at some point in the show, at some really, really dark moment when this character just whacks somebody in the head with a handgun, I want him to turn to the camera and go, bum, 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 bum. I would appreciate that, but he'd be breaking character. But the have you Monica Ricks? Have you heard of the show Counterpart on Stars? I have not. And we're, by the way, we're the only co- show I w- watch on Stars is Power,
2: which oh, maybe yeah, far seen. from your wheelhouse.
1: That, but Counterpart is is so clever that and the, the the premise is science fiction, and in the science fiction, there's a parallel world where, where there's another Monica Ricks in this other world, and and there's this UN agency that actually prevents. Everybody from knowing that this parallel uh, universe exists. Only a handful of intelligence and spy people from each side get to cross over and go back and forth. Mm-hmm. And so J.K. Simmons uh, is kind of a milk toast, low level analyst in our world, but in the parallel world that began to spin off and diverge in 1991 after the Cold War, his character is a badass. He's decisive, he's brilliant, he's scheming, uh, he's the smartest guy in the room and probably the most violent guy in the room. Mm. Uh, but you don't know it until it's too late, until you try to, like, step to him.
2: I assume that's what my counterpart would be like, because I'm not that much of a badass.
1: My my counterpart says... Go back to Indianapolis. So the deal is <laughs> he, uh, he, he, he... And, and that, there, that's why there's, like, four different subtexts of the show counterpart, that there's a one-on-one with these guys where the one guy saying how did you wind up like that and i wound up like this you know i'm this guy you're that guy how is this and and it's really it's really really interesting but anyway the show's called counterpart and uh and and what's power
2: uh it's about uh drug dealers in new york and well yeah
1: that's the yeah i think i think yeah. i caught the it's like on this fourth season now right or something like that yeah okay so i started watching it it's Good. Is it the one that's it's, I enjoy it's not it. set in the 70s, is it?
2: No, 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 no. Uh, I'm trying to think of what that one Cuz I got to say, but here, no, no. Here's, this here, is this is modern time.
1: Here is a here here's a a, a not so well-kept secret for all everyone in you know, right now there's an a creative explosion, there's a content explosion all over cable TV and and all that. You said something in the 70s, I'm going to give it a shot.
2: Wow, okay. I so will watch that pilot. All
1: right. I swear. And I he, feel
2: like I've been binging a lot lately.
1: You, you know what? You reboot ER. But put it in the 70s. I will watch it. Reboot. Wow. How would
2: they
1: do that? Um oh, Just have... Uh, ha- just take all the... Do it in a different font. Like <laughs> do it in, a, do it in a, like a computer data font in that reboot ER. That's funny. But put anything in the 70s. Put a Dodge Charger in the opening credits. I'm going to watch it. <laughs> um, and, and but So this show re- this show basically is rebooting the Cold War. It's called Counterpart. Uh, and my my disclaimer, again, is... If you are aware that you're fairly dim, mm-hmm. don't waste your time. But man, if you have brain cells to rub together, this thing will, it will it will rub them hard. Oh, have
2: you hard. watched a show called Seven Seconds? Uh, why do I know that? Gary was talking about it last week. So I binged it because he recommended it.
1: Does it spew? As it turns out, does it suck? I hated it. What is it? Numeral seven seconds? Uh, no,
2: just spell out seven. Oh. Seven
1: seconds. So, uh, not not the movie, of course. I the, didn't uh, I didn't
2: love it, but you know, maybe you know it's not for everybody. But you should you should try it. Gary recommended. Oh, it. And I've said seen it. It's it
1: great. Yeah, I've seen it promoed on YouTube. And it says seven seconds is a powerful anthological crime thriller from acclaimed creator and executive producer Vina Sood from The Killing. Uh <laughs> Portrays KJ Harper, black assistant prosecutor assigned to the incident. Uh, blah, blah, blah. And you no, know, you no, know, What are you saying? Give it a shot. Um. Yeah. Sure. And this is this is the opposite of counterpart. The critics say seventy five percent, but the audience says eighty five percent. Right. So yeah. uh, can't uh, can't uh, underestimate uh, the audience. Uh, I'll, I'll check it out. All right, Monty Ready. Thank you very much. Anyway, everyone, check out Counterpart with J.K. Simmons on Stars. If you have Amazon Prime, you can buy it episode by episode. Just check out the pilot. Back right after this. Uh, back to Governor Jerry and Attorney General Javier. Right after this, on the Gary and Shannon Show, Brian Suit filling in KFI AM six forty more stimulating talk. KFI AM six forty more stimulating talk. It is the Gary and Shannon Show. Brian Suit filling in for Gary and Shannon. Uh, Mo Kelly will be here tomorrow on Friday. and Friday. My, my wife reminds me that the punchline about her registering to vote in LA County without being asked for photo ID or proof of address. And then the voter registration confirmation arriving in the mail last week. I, I better it would not. I lose. Uh, the irony is because she just made a short trip to the store. Uh, she forgot her ID, and she was in. She was denied purchasing a certain item in the store because they asked for ID for that particular item, and she said I forgot my ID, so they didn't sell her the gray goose. And as she's walking out of the store, oh, would you like to register to vote in L.A. County? You don't even need ID. What's the name, huh? Where are you from? And she registers without ID. She's just denied to buy an adult product. But L.A. County, and remember now, there's no voter fraud in California, certainly not in L.A. County. She registered without photo ID or proof of address. So there's there's that. Uh, So what did the United States actually... Uh, sue in the eastern district court of california earlier today what what, what specifically are they suing about this is what the uh, the lawsuit uh states i happen to have it uh, right here uh, paragraph two the united states has undoubted preeminent authority to regulate immigration matters this authority derives from the united states constant const stu- the constitution and numerous acts of congress california has no authority to enforce laws that obstruct or otherwise conflict with or discriminate against federal immigration enforcement efforts. That's weird. That's all 10th Amendmenty. Specifically, they're talking about the Immigrant Worker Protection Act, uh, AB 450. This prohibits private employers in California from voluntarily cooperating with federal officials. Remember, Dr. Xavier uh, Javier Becerra said he would seek out California employers who assisted... In immigration raids with ICE. And by assist, it means open your doors or tell them what, what, what if you just simply stay, uh, we're open at 9 a.m. The employees get here at 8. You, you, Javier Becerra is going to prosecute you. Number two, AB-103. Uh, this creates an inspection and review scheme that requires the Attorney General of California to investigate the immigration enforcement efforts of federal agents. The third, uh, SB-54 which includes the California Values Act limits the ability of state law of state and local law enforcement officers to provide the United States with basic information about in, individuals who are in their custody and are subject to federal immigration custody or to transfer such individuals to federal immigration custody like what if there was a rapist that LA County was looking for but the, fed, the feds knew where he was but he was a confidential informant or something and they they uh, they were interfering with LA County serving that warrant Right. That's that's now California law that if a San Francisco deputy had picked up the horn and said, uh, yeah, Edwin Ramos is getting out, uh, San Francisco would have fired him. Now, whoever you are in California, you're you're breaking state law. You call your brother in ice and say, yeah, we got a bad guy. We have a bad, bad guy there should be an immigration hold on. him. He's got numerous warrants out of Maine, but they're not going uh, to extradite. But he's a bad guy. Come get him. Whoever you are, you just broke California law. So the federal government is here to, to rescue you. So uh, Jerry Brown and the Attorney General, Javier Becerra, held a press conference. Jerry Brown began first with an ad hominem argument.
0: Look, we know the, the Trump administration is full of liars. Snap. They've pled guilty already to the special counsel. Uh, under the laws of California, nothing stops the federal government from coming to a jail. Uh, the re- the release records are, are public. Uh, there's nothing that stops a sheriff who runs the jails to working with with ICE. There's nothing in the law that prevents uh, ICE from working in our prisons and working uh, with our De- Department of Corrections. Uh, beyond that, the most serious crimes are exempted. So in many ways... Lie. There are many layers of protection. And what Jeff Sessions said is simply not true. And I call upon him,
1: upon him to apologize. That's how you know that Jerry Brown is absolutely full of steaming liquid diarrhea. When, when, when you're just so outraged, shocked, shocked that he would say such a thing. I demand satisfaction. Aaron Burr, sir.
0: Exempted. So in many ways there are many layers of protection and what Jeff Sessions said is simply not true. And I call upon him, upon him to apologize to the people of California to bring the
1: I call upon him. He will rue the day. Mendacity, mendacity. of Washington
0: to California.
1: You and know this gas bag knows that the gig is the, the jig is up. Absolutely the jig is up. His legacy's falling apart. His his high speed fail is not going to be completed. He's, he's going to have twice as many shots at governor than his dad did. But his dad built the aqueduct, the state highways, and the most amazing state education system of, of most countries in the world. His, he's, his dad was ten times the governor and is pissing him off. And now he's, he's decided to die on Sanctuary Hill. And evidently he's made it this far without ever getting to the Tenth Amendment. Same with our attorney general. We'll be back, uh, hour number two, the Gary and Shannon Show, a little more of this. Uh, also, uh, Kevin De Leon is in Los Angeles. Somebody gave him a megaphone. We'll play you some of that. But, but California is going to lose this. Uh, they're, they're, they're also losing some of us citizens who, who believe in the Constitution as well. Uh, back right after this, Gary and Shannon Show, Brian Suit filling in KFI AM 640. More stimulating talk. way.